This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by the film Justice Man. In a world where criminals run rampant and law enforcement is in over their heads. Hey, are you mugging that lady? Yeah, what are you going to do about it, pig? Uh, uh well, j- just so you know, if I, if I could do something, I would. C- carry on. It seems like all hope is lost until one man comes along who will dare to bring the criminals to justice. Give me all your money, or this knife will make babies with your guts. Hey, who are you? Get out of here before I mug you too! I don't think so. The world will get a second chance at peace and prosperity, thanks to Justice Man. I'm another bad guy. This is the best plan for a bank robbery anyone's ever had. It's foolproof. Nothing can stop us. Are you sure about that? Oh no, it's It's Justice Justice Man. Man! Watch in awe as one man takes on an entire city of criminals. You can't save the world all by yourself. I have to try. Critics are calling it the best action film of the year. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Good thing I brought a second pair of underwear to the screening. Corey Feldman is Justice Man. Greetings and welcome, dear listener, to today's episode of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. We've got a dandy of an episode for you, so stick around as the dudes talk death, Spider-Man, and their terrible movie challenges. Then the dudes take listener emails and talk about what should be illegal. After that, they discuss Watson's video game that he has thought way too much about. All of this and more today on the TDLA podcast. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Taking it too easy because that's the way it is. You know, I just realized, what are they saying? You got to get with my friends. Like, that person wants sloppy seconds? Right. You have to make love to the friends first before the gate is therefore open for you to, in fact, have intercourse with the person you were originally intending. Interesting. That is the science behind Spice Girls, uh, if you want to be my lover. So so they just pass the dudes around, huh? They just, I mean, no shame. If that's how... Because you know what? For me, you got to know if your partner who's into you is good at sexual intercourse. And the only way to do that... Is through your friends. Right. Right? Yeah. So... Like, I was thinking about hooking up with this girl recently. Yes. And we were talking about it, and I was like, look, I don't want to jump right into this. Yep. I need to introduce you to my friend Watson right. first. So I came in there, and I was like, look, this is all strictly business. We filled out paperwork. She, This was all voluntary. Uh, we shook hands. Yeah. Did our deed. And then I told Sean no. Oh. And, uh... Uh... We're sounding really shallow right now. Just know this is a joke. <laughs> no, all I was like, joke. Watson, how was it? And he said it was... Magic! Magic. Because all women are magic, and I love and I love women. Uh, anyways, it's back to the Tadilla Podcast, oh, baby! And welcome, everyone! Yay! Yes! You've been waiting outside for, you know, two weeks, I think, is the last time at least I was here. Was the audience there when you were with Todd? 
We did have an audience. It was a smaller oh, audience because uh, Todd's, Todd's no. apartment <laughs> is kind of like a Harry Potter closet. Right. Yep. You know? Yep. And we already had a guest, so there, there was not a lot of room. Exactly. Todd has luckily uh, gone off the streets because we mentioned he was homeless before. <laughs> yes. And he has now found a Harry Potter. In fact, that's what it's called. It's called the Harry Potter closet uh, uh, renting place, which in L.A. is very common. Yeah. So... It's it's affordable. It's affordable. It's, it's still about two thousand dollars a month, but for LA, that's great. Yeah. So good job, Todd. Good moving job. On up, yeah, moving on up. Anyway, <laughs> this is gonna Waddy. be a goofy episode. What's Waddy, up? It's been a minute, dude. It's been a minute. We haven't been on together at least in probably a month or so. I know. It's um, been it's been a it's been a day, a week. A and month. we haven't we haven't been able to record because like one week you were you're doing something yes. and the next week I was doing something yes. which we can talk more about. Yes. Um but we're here and we're I'm happy here. to be here. I look forward to these moments. Yeah. Um we have a lot of fun stuff planned today. Yes. Before we get into it, how have you been? What's been up? Oh gosh, I hope you're sitting down. So <laughs> Uh, no, we record standing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We record standing up. Um, things are good. Let's see. It's been two weeks. So let's start with Monday two weeks ago. I woke up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> What'd no, you have for breakfast good. Monday two weeks ago? <laughs> Probably nothing because I'm on a diet. And everyone's like, you should eat breakfast. <laughs> anyway. The uh, most important meal of the day is serving it up. Serving up Gary's way. Gary's way. I don't know what this is. But it's from SpongeBob. Oh, I failed. When he loses his name tag. Uh there it is. I don't remember. I need okay. to SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I love Spongy. Uh, okay, so what has my how's my week been? All right. Well, I've been. Uh, so it's funny. The week after the podcast, I was doing great. Uh, losing <laughs> that weight is wise. hilarious, actually. <laughs> I was doing good uh, weight-wise, um, but then the week after that, I really slipped and went back. Not to completely. I was still eating a lot better than I normally would, but like I did go out to eat, like fast food eat, and it wasn't healthy. So I didn't lose as much weight, but total I'm about 20 pounds right now that I've lost Down? in two months. Wow, it's not the, too bad. The applause, audience. Thank God. you. I, I, am now, I wish I could put that much on in two months. Well, you can have some of mine. I keep <laughs> saying it, but you keep refusing. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you no, do it. I don't know either. Uh, but I don't know. I'm. Uh, I look like Chris Pratt now. Uh, <laughs> I, I can say that because you can't see me. Well, uh, <laughs> that's my hope: is that someday I'll look like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Like uh, Guardians for Chris Pratt or uh, Parks and Rec for Chris Pratt? I'm already like bigger than Gar- uh, Guardians, obviously. <laughs> but I'm still bigger than when he was in uh, Parks and Rec. But uh, I will say I looked up when he made that transformation from being a little bit bigger to, and he was like 31, 32, which I'm 28. So I'm like four-ish years. I could do that. So Wait, I'm he was hoping. 31 when he was preparing for the first Guardians? No, well, I think so. That's why he slimmed down so much. I don't know if he slimmed down. I think he slimmed down first, then got Guardians. I just think he's he's younger than I thought then. So Yeah. Well, to be fair, the first Guardians came out like, man, I was still in Utah. I wasn't even thinking about leaving yet. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's been, been a, a while. Yeah. Uh, but that's actually a good thought. I wonder if he was going for that and then slim down or slim down and then got that because it seemed like he got that pretty close to when he 
I don't know when he got that. But anyway, so there's that. And yeah, things have been good. Work has been insane because it's the fall. It's, we're working on the fall shows. And there's like, if you don't know out there, Fox basically just X'd almost its entire lineup and got a whole bunch of new shows, which is great for the people coming in. But it's also like double time work for us. And then an editor kind of got a promotion uh, and is working in a different department. And but see, they kind of made that transition without getting help uh, <laughs> to help me. Oh, so, so I've been editing on twice. The work too. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, so that's been insane. But that wasn't uh, Rostin, was it? It was Rostin. Wow! Congrats, yeah, Rostin. Congrats, Ross Boss. Can you uh, say what he's doing? Well, I don't think so. Yeah, unfortunately. Thing. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's just, still in Fox, but yeah, just congrats, buddy. Congrats. I haven't seen him in a minute, but yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's pretty much. Still working on it. some projects. Working. And... Oh yeah, we filmed our thing. I don't know if we said that yet. It's been a month, so. Okay, I... so that thing that we talked about two shows ago, or no, one show ago. One show ago was still Todd. Well, not last show, but the last one. Yeah. Uh, we shot the thing that we we're working on a sizzle for a TV show pitch. Um, it's looking really cool. Sean Sant hated it, so we had to go back to the drawing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm just waiting for the DP to take a look at it. He's off in Paris. Wee oui, wee. Oui. That does not mean double penetration <laughs> yeah. for those of you non. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and um, I know I'm forgetting something, but I feel like I'm ta- I'm taking too much time. So. It might come back to you. Yeah, but yeah. So, but overall, it's been uh, it's good, and I'm good, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I, one of these days, I've been reading this book called uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy that I kind of mentioned to you a little bit. It'd be no cool to talk about that. Mr. Nice he, Guy. Oh, I skipped ahead because it's my favorite part. Oh. He, 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 he. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what's going on with you, dude? Oh, just, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to finish up a project before I get started on our project. Yeah. Um. So on my days off, I've been dedicating it to that, and I've got enough progress that I sent it. I sent some progress photos over to the person I'm doing it for, yeah. and they Are we were being really secretive? excited. A little bit, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I guess I can tell you a little bit. So yeah. if you listen to podcasts and you follow any of podcast social media, sometimes um, they'll get these little animated films made based off of sound bites from their podcast and so a podcast that i listened to uh reached out on their social media not to me but just on their story and we're like hey if you're an animator hit us up so i've been talking to them and i've been working on this project and hopefully within the next month or so it'll be done and it's a pretty pretty big podcast so what'd they say when you sent it to them they were just stoked they were like this looks great uh can't wait to see it finished and Yeah, so create that dialogue, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what else is going on? Any more beach days? I did have a beach day. I went with uh, Jai and Dan. We went to Redondo Beach. I just want to see those two together. I think they would like <laughs> they, they play look, off each other well. Exactly. They, yeah. they they look like they look like they wouldn't get along, but then if you know Jai and you know like you know after talking to Dan, like yeah. Of course they would. No, they, they mesh, would talk. I they bet mesh forever. Well, yeah, <laughs> I bet they would just have. They should start a podcast because they would just <laughs> talk for hours. It's true. No, you need to you need to see them together because they've quickly become friends because they're both veterans. 
Oh. And so Jai has been te- teaching Dan about some um, benefits that California gives veterans, so like for housing and stuff. And oh. so they've been going to the VA together and and getting him set up. And that's cool. Yeah. So they're they're building their own relationship. And you know, Jai's plugged into like the music industry, so he's like trying to help Dan out that way. And nice. so yeah, it's pretty cool. That's fun. Networking, networking, Dan. Um, and you know, Jai, he's he talks about coming on here sometimes. So oh, we got to get Jai on here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe we need to go to him or something. But yeah. Um, and then you know, we we didn't record one week because I was out of town for um, a funeral back in Utah. Yeah. And uh, I guess we can just get yeah, into let's it. Yeah, <laughs> So. Huntington's disease runs in my family on my dad's side. My my grandpa had it, and not a lot of people are familiar with it. They don't really know what it is, but the basic explanation, I guess you could say, is it's a mixture of, like, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's in the mm. sense that you kind of, like, lose your memory and kind of who you were like mentally and yeah. then you get these involuntary movements but it's not like shaking it's more kind of like swaying and it's more kind of a swaying motion sure um and so my one of my uncles was diagnosed with it a few years ago and it was pretty severe case and so uh it was it had been about three years and then he finally passed away so um i my work was really good about let you know working with me to to get the time off and it was it was good to see the family. We had people come from Florida and Canada, and yeah, um, you know it's always nice to see family. And it, you know, so it was one of those funerals where like it was it was kind of a relief for everyone just because he was suffering and he was he was ready to go. Yeah, um, like I you know I got a call from my other uncle, so his brother saying like, hey, he's had been admitted into hospice. And he'll pro- he he might go sometime in the next week, and then the very next day he was gone. So oh, like I think geez. that just shows like he was he was ready. Yeah, um, yeah. But he it was my uncle Darian, and he was, um. He was like, really he was a funny guy. You know, he's kind of like the class clown guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he taught, like psychology, uh, I think history. He's a wrestling oh, coach. A teacher. Yeah, oh. at, at Provo High School in Utah. Oh, cool! And so he, you know, he was a lot of students' favorite like teacher and stuff. There, somebody started a thread on Facebook like, you know, what are some of your favorite memories of him? And just hundreds of people were commenting, sharing really oh. cool stories. And um, so there were some speakers at his funeral that were like high school buddies of his and people that worked with him. And, and it was cool to hear stories that. You know, we did, we had never heard of him before, and yeah, just sounds like he, he touched a lot of lives. Um, he was a lot of people's favorite teacher, and um, it was you know it, it's hard to see somebody go from that to just like you know just kind of depressed. I mean, when when you get diagnosed with that, you just know that it's it's downhill from there. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's it was. It was kind of, it was also good to hear like my grandmother say that she was at peace because yeah. you know she's what eighty or something or almost eighty and mm-hmm. she was taking care of him and oh wow and her husband and it's like 
you know, she she works hard and she takes care of a lot of people. And is this the same one that owns a restaurant? No, that's on uh, my adopted dad's side. Gotcha, gotcha. This is the Hershey side. I don't know if the, the audience knows, but I was born with the last name Hershey, actually. I so. think you you brought that up. I think we were talking about, yeah, Hershey candy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, my grandma Hershey, she makes the best homemade candies. It's, it is insane. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, you know, we go through life and we, we all unfortunately have to, to go through these trials and stuff. And, like, uh, unfortunately, I, too, have been to, like, uh, funerals that, uh, yeah, too many funerals. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> That's one thing I've noticed that really kind of gives people a piece of heart, a piece of mind is like someone who's close to them when they kind of give the go ahead of like, yes, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, like that kind of like makes things a little bit easier to handle. Yeah. She's, she's a strong woman. I mean, she watched her husband go through it and now she, mm. and she watched her son go through it. And um, the way it works is like, once somebody's diagnosed, then there's a 40% chance that any of their kids could have it. Um, oh, wow. If the, if the, someone doesn't have it, then that chain is broken at that person, you know. So, like, my dad got tested, and he didn't have it, so I don't have it. But there was a while that he wasn't tested, and so there was, like, a 22% chance that I would have had it. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when I was, like, 12 or 13, they, like, sat me down with the doctor, and he, like, told me about it and was, like, telling me that it, you know if you have it you need to think about if you want to have kids or not and i'm like Holy young shit. like oh geez this is a lot to take in right yeah now. for sure you were 13 <laughs> yeah i was pretty young wow. when i'm being told like you might not want to have kids like dang wow um but uh yeah so that's just a little information for people who aren't familiar with it it's it's not a super common thing so but it is it is rough man it's hard to see someone go through it so yeah but, you know, we love you, Uncle Darren. You're a good love man. You. Yeah. Touched a lot of lives. I mean, that's that's kind of how, you know, anyone hopes. To, it sounds like, I mean, you know, it sounds like, I mean, that's kind of the way you hope everyone will. Or how you do, and you know, at your funeral. You have people telling awesome stories and being remembered as this positive, nice guy. And, you know, we all make mistakes. But really, at the end, what matters is like, at least this is what, in my opinion, is, <laughs> this is going to sound really, hopefully not too egotistical, but... I don't think it does. I think about what people would say at my funeral a lot. Like, I, I think, like, oh, like, am I going to be known for being an asshole or am I going to be known for being, like, you know, your uncle who was, like, had a very positive impact on people? And it actually affects my day-to-day decisions a lot. So maybe in, in a way it is a good a good thing. To, like, check yourself. <laughs> yeah, and just be like, I don't want people to not show up at my funeral. <laughs> and then, like... I don't want people sad. Obviously, that's going to depend on, you know, how it happens. But Well, maybe, maybe someone being oh. sad just means that, you know, they really cared about you, right? Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hopefully, I live a fulfilling enough life that, uh, I don't know. I mean, people are going to be sad either way. You can't really control that, but I, I hope it'll be more of a celebration. But, dude, I mean, you got nothing to worry about. You don't even have, like, a mean bone in your body. Fuck you. No, just oh. <laughs> I, I do, but but it, it I hold it back sometimes. But I am getting once again. We'll have to talk about this in a show. But I I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it, you you mentioned in here um, talking about some other people who've passed away that are not. Unless you do, you have anything else you want to say with, with no, your just uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that and yeah, I'll, 
a lot of people passing recently, man. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, you know, we already talked about Bourdain. That was a little while ago now. Right. But then, like, within two days, we had Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And uh, Mac Miller. Yeah, dude. Uh, and I... It's cra- it, what was crazy for me about Burt Reynolds is literally that day I was listening to uh, Dak Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert. Mm. It's pretty good. Uh, it depends on the guest, uh, <laughs> but um, but it was it was him and um, Matthew Lillard, and uh, they advertised it as reminiscing about without a paddle. And oh yeah, for the audience who doesn't know, without a paddle defines my like middle school i would even say to high school years just because uh me and my best friends watched that movie and we lived in utah so like we kind of lived in like you know we could go up to the mountains whenever we wanted to kind of thing and like me and my three my four friends were like yeah like we're gonna be this close you know if if any one of us dies we're gonna go on this road like you know boat trip (laughs) together (laughs) And uh, and seriously, we've actually been talking about it now. Now that we're about the age they portrayed in the movie, <laughs> uh, no one's passed away though. But but what's crazy is is Burt Reynolds is in that if you remember. And mm-hmm. so they literally were talking about Burt Reynolds that day, and telling them about this crazy story. Uh, go check it out because because I don't want to ruin it, but it's honestly the funniest. It's super funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's about I'll be. It's it's about a stunt person that was really close friends to burt reynolds they were in it they were like with like in a movie or something and the uh he bro- uh the stunt person broke some broke his back so they go to so burt reynolds takes him to the hospital and while they're at the hospital the stunt guy was flirting with the uh <laughs> flirting with the nurse well the doctor didn't like that very much this is according to Burt Reynolds, guys. So what he did was, is he had him stand up and he says, "I'm going to give you a shot right in the right in your right in your back to help you out." And the the nurse is going to help you stand because if you faint, you know it's known that you're going to faint. Or sometimes you can faint when this happens. Yeah. So he had the nurse down, kind of by where his butt is, to like hold him up. Yeah. According to Burt Reynolds, as soon as he st- stick him with the uh, the the shot. Or whatever, <laughs> the stunt man just shit all over the nurse. <laughs> oh no way! So Burt Reynolds thinks that he did it on purpose to like stop that from happening. So exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it, it it was crazy because literally, like, I was listening to the podcast. I got into work, and then like a couple hours went by, and then people were like, "Did you hear about Burt Reynolds?" And I was like is everyone listening to this podcast? Like, <laughs> and they're like, no, he passed oh. away. And I was like, oh man, that sucks. I was just thinking about, you know, some stuff today. So wow. Smokey and the Bandit, like I grew up watching that. And uh, he's really, oh, he's uh, really funny. And obviously he was in the original longest run, which is great. And then coming back in the longest one with Adam Sandler was really good. Longest Yard? Longest Yard. Mm. What was I saying? I don't know, longest wander, longest run. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> longest yard. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but then obviously, uh, you know, Mac Miller was... That was a surprise. Yeah, man. that kind of came out of nowhere. And I have some people on Twitter that are and Facebook that are just freaking out about this. And, like, I won't lie, I don't know Mac Miller as well as I probably should. Yeah. But, like, 
there are like I was even worried about one of my friends who was posting. You know her. I don't want to say it out loud, but yeah. <laughs> but she was freaking out about his death and like was saying some interesting things that I like reached out to her, like, Hey man, like, are you, you cool? And like, she was cool, but yeah, he, he made, he affected a lot of people. Yeah. 20, Do you like 26? Oh my gosh. Um, you they're, they're saying it was an overdose. Um, I thought he was just a stoner. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's rough. You know, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, yeah. Overdose issues and, are you into Mac Miller at all? Uh, on and off. Okay. I know that he just dropped an album like a month ago. Oh, jeez. And uh, I've been meaning to check it out because there's a billboard about it right by my work. I pass it every day. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's called Swimming. Interesting. Um, so I got to check that out. Um, yeah. But there's definitely like some of his popular songs that I jammed out to and... Um, just yeah it's addiction man addiction dude it's like yeah it's a real we don't need to get into like his personal life too much because um you know i guess he just got out of a relationship and 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 i don't want to like be one of those people who tries to point blame in that direction or anything because i don't think it's anything like that right but um, did he date Ariana Grande? Yeah, is that the relationship? Yeah. Uh, okay. And I guess like the did date... he, wait, he just got out of it. She, they just got out of a relationship. Pretty well within the last little while. Because she's, she's dating she's, the she's SNL with, guy. Yeah, she's with Pete Davidson right now. I think they're engaged too. Just crazy. Um. So I don't. I don't know anything more about that except yeah, they were together. They're not. You know. Interesting. So, I didn't know that. Um. I do know that the day that it was announced, you know, of his passing, like she disabled her social media, which is probably a smart move because there are people that are going to come after you and be like, "Oh, it's all your fault right. and stuff," and that's that's ridiculous. not fair. Yeah, nobody knows the situation, so you can't speculate and blame somebody for something you know nothing about. You know. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it comes to celebrities, because I know, I know, we get passionate about like, you know, what people, you know, yeah. There's just a lot of blame you can cast, but. We shouldn't. It just makes things worse, yeah. honestly. But um, a little dark, but well needed. Like, why can't we talk about that stuff? You know. So let's. Uh, that's what's been going on in the that's world. That's been going on exactly. So let's move on to some lighter stuff. If you're yeah. Cool with that. So, if you've listened to our show, uh, one of our guests. We need to have had, her back. Yeah. That's what we, we need, need to have do. her back. She's a really fun guest. Um. But she just had something really cool happen recently. Yeah, so Janine, Janine Hogan, Chef Janine. No, <laughs> she'd get mad if I said that. Uh, she, no, she wouldn't get mad. She's just thinking it's funny. Uh, she's amazing. And that's it. Moving on. Uh, no, uh, She had a movie premiere that was super awesome. You should check out the trailer. I don't think it's available online quite yet. But uh, uh, she, she had a movie that she wrote. And uh, it was like an all-female crew, which was super awesome. And uh, she put everything into this movie. And honestly, it was great. It's it was like forty-five minutes, and it was uh, it's like about her life. Her like her she plays Janine, and like um, she mentioned at the premiere that some of it. So so it's about her moving, her helping her uh, grandpa, who's has Alzheimer's, I think. Um, 
because none of her family will help. Like her own mom won't help. Her own mom kind of dumped her, dumped him on her to like go off and like she just goes off on all these like vacations and stuff and like uh yeah and honestly like it it's so real like that's what that's what's so crazy is like she she's so open and there's this scene this I'm just explaining the movie but anyways it's just a really good movie and like I went into the premiere and uh I saw it and it was really cool she's like booked out the entire theater that it was in and it was the super cool like retro theater and like she booked she she got so many people there that like it was like standing only like me and me and Todd I went with Todd we got there early enough that we got a seat luckily but um well there were people yeah. standing in the aisles watching it huh yeah and it wow. was uh oh, it's good for her because yeah she kind of poured her heart and soul into this movie and uh it's 45 minutes long and the thing that sucks about the Festival circuit, because that's where she was hoping is, is that uh, they don't want 45 minute shorts. What they want is like 10 to 15 minute shorts because then they can because they want to put as many films in their short section as possible. So if you go over that, is it 45 minutes technically a feature? Technically, but even but so in like it's funny, even in like so. A 45 minute is a feature, so if you posted it on like Amazon and stuff, it would be considered a feature. And like the movie world considers it a feature. But the festival circuit, because they're more they're more concerned about getting butts in seats, that is still considered a short. And I in my opinion, that's how they weed out those 45 minute things because people don't want to come in their mind, people don't want to come and see two or three shorts and then a 45 minute thing like it doesn't work well with their scheduling and that's what they're all focused on is just their scheduling mm. but um i was you know we were, and i was talking with her i think she should just film more stuff and make it a feature uh which she's definitely obviously thought thought about but um you know that's easier said than done that's more money you know mm. but dude she she bought like a plane set like there's literally a set where there are people in a plane and like she's wow. in the bathroom and like she like they're like ma'am we need to take off and she's like in the bathroom. <laughs> it's so great. Um, <laughs> That's great. Wow. Yeah. So you should check out the trailer and if she does end up releasing the 45 minute or whatever she decides to do with it like uh, thing like definitely check it out. Just follow Janine in general, especially if like you're you're all about. Uh, empowering women artists like she's someone you should follow because she's hilarious and then she's also just doing stuff in her movies fantastic what what is it by the way well oh the movie yeah i think it's called chaparral i think that's how you say it okay with she doesn't say it in the trailer or in the movie so it's hard to like janine what is that word (laughs) nobody um... knows but it's provocative (laughs) (laughs) gets the people going yeah um but yeah so yeah uh it it was really cool but uh and then i saw on your your social your i think it was snapchat i think i saw everywhere you posted everywhere instagram yeah you you posted (laughs) about some dj something please tell them what will happen yeah so there's this karaoke um bar that Jai and I have been going to in Koreatown called Brass Monkey. It's actually pretty well known. That funky monkey. Yeah. Um, 
it's a pretty small venue, but it's really well known. And there's this karaoke DJ that was blowing my mind. So first of all, he was super involved in the performance of the job. Like I've gone to a lot of karaoke bars and typically what the DJ does is someone picks a song, they put the song on and then they sit back and let the person perform. Right. This guy, he puts the song on and then he provides like backup vocals to every song. Like he's harmonizing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's like harmonizing with all the singers and he's like background singing for them and he's doing really well. And it, it, just punches up the entire performance of the song for everyone. Gotcha. And I was like, this guy, because I think even Dan talked about, like, whatever job you do, like, take pride in it. If you're going to yeah. be a dog walker or a garbage man, be the best damn dog walker or garbage man you can. You know, Dan said that. Seth Grable said it. And this guy is, like, one of the best freaking karaoke DJs. Dude. And he really just takes pride in it, and he was having fun. And it was, like, you know, a Monday or Tuesday night. Um but he had this – there was a table that was right in front of his booth of people, and he, he said on – the DJ was saying in the, the mic, he's like, so I, these people were here last night, and I made them a promise that if they came tonight, I would sing them a song. Uh-huh. And so they were all cheering, and he's like, but it's not the song that you guys requested. It's going to be another song. And so he did Be Prepared by Scar from Lion King. Yeah. And I was, I was just blown away. It was – I. I was mesmerized because he sounded just like Scar. He he was like doing the growls and he uh, he was just really getting into it. And <laughs> so I was able to get a little a little video of it. The sound Ooh. quality is okay. Um, and then I'm kind of like going like wow and like <laughs> singing along with wow. it a little bit. So all right, let's see it. Here we go. And that's where? Brass Monkey uh. in K-Town. <laughs> no, literally, like, I um, I was looking up best bars in L.A., mm-hmm. and this was, like, one of the top 25, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty well known. And you never um, invite Waddy Boy. Okay, that's fine. You know, another thing about karaoke is one of my managers at, um, at Best Buy, he just looks at me one day and he's like, you know, Sean? You strike me as a, the kind of guy who uh, would enjoy some karaoke. <laughs> and I didn't know how to take that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, well, would you ever do karaoke? Or do you do karaoke? He's like, hell no. So I was like, oh, so, that, so that's not a good thing, I guess. Huh? <laughs> so uh, then it's it's become this, this running joke, you know. I'm like, 
just talking about karaoke with that boss and I don't know. I think if someone's like seems like a karaoke person, I'm like, I want to be your friend. Yeah, hopefully that means I seem I seem like a fun guy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I do enjoy karaoke. And that night I did I did a song called Three Libras by A Perfect Circle, which is one of Maynard James Keenan's bands, the singer of Tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got like a standing ovation. Whoa, so, yeah. Okay, so he's done with this podcast. Yeah. He's going to go into the music industry. Uh, there's one girl. There's one girl that it's like I guess one Flashed of her favorite you. bands. Oh. And so she was like, when she heard me pick the song, she like came up to the front and was like just watching me and smiling the she whole pretty? time. She yeah, she's pretty cute. Why and didn't then, you say what up, girl? <laughs> I said what up, girl. Oh. But Get I, your I didn't slide into them DMs or anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she she literally slid up to you. <laughs> yeah. And then I slid into her. Oh, hey, all right. So, um, <laughs> okay, no. well, that's cool. So check out Brass Monkey. Yeah. Funky Monkey. We'll have to go again sometime. Please. It's, it's a fun place. What was that place you were telling me that you took a girl, a date? Oh, yeah. I went on a date to this place called Round One. Okay, we're going. Out in, like, I think El Segundo. Mm-hmm. Um it's kind of, I've never been to Dave and Buster's, but it's what I would imagine Dave and Buster's is like. So they've got like, they have karaoke rooms. You can rent a room. Happening. And then they have a, a, a full bowling alley. They have pool tables and they have a really dope uh, arcade area. And awesome. it's, and it's uh, like open beer and wine. You can walk around with, with beer and wine throughout the whole place. So I really enjoyed myself. I want to take some friends there now because. I see one in industry city, city of industry. I don't know. It's it's like ten minutes east of Pasadena or so. Yeah, that's what this looks like. It's at the mall. Wanna... It's at the Puente Hills Mall. That's what it says. Yep. Yep. Dang, I almost took a job out there. Really? Yeah. At the mall? <laughs> <laughs> no, at uh, Industry, Industry City. Yeah. Cool. That cool. This place is cool. I'm gonna reserve us a room today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so like and then an hour. Okay, let's get focused it's on the podcast. It's only 12 an hour? Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's no, literally, like, it was happy hour, so the beers were three bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, two games, food? Two games of bowling is, like, ten bucks. Did you try food? Um, no. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> the only thing that matters to Wadi. <laughs> Um, then, you know, we might've had some nachos now that I think about it, but, um. Uh, but obviously not memorable. Oh, you know what happened was the next night... Jai and I went to a comedy show that was just north of there. Okay. And so, oh, and I left my ID at round one. Of course. So when we were at the comedy show, I was like, Jai, I got to go to this round one place and pick up my ID. So we're like, we're like, since we're here, let's just go inside and check it out. So Jai and, Jai and I, we uh, we played some arcade games, did a round of bowling, and, <laughs> and then he bought some nachos. <laughs> How old is Jai again? Like 71. Dude, that, yeah. he knows how to live life, dude. He's living life, man. Dude, for real. Sorry, I keep checking. All right, all right. I just want to make sure we're doing good. So, uh, you got, you did, you've been doing something. Nope. Uh, <laughs> not really, but yes, I have. I mean, but it's not really doing anything. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, you know me. I'm your gamer boy. Say, he was later. a gamer boy. <laughs> I said, see you later, boy. Um, yeah, so... If you're a gamer, you're really going to be happy these next for the rest of this year. <laughs> Cuz starting literally Friday until the end of this year, we're just going to get game after game after game after game and you will not hear me stop talking about it. <laughs> First up, Spider-Man. Uh so I got Spider-Man. I've been playing it literally nonstop. I think I'm going to hold back for a couple days because 
I literally have paid it for like two days straight, and I'm only halfway through. <laughs> but it's still pretty good progress to me. It is, but I'm not I don't, good at completing games. I don't want it to. I don't want it to end too quickly because Tomb Raider comes out. Let's see. Let's see. Tomb Raider is going to come out this week. <laughs> You don't want it to end too quickly. That's what she said. Hey, ding, 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 ding. Uh, hold on, release. And a late laugh on that. Late laugh on that, but March fifth. No. Oh, I have to put Shadow of the Tomb Raider, guys. I'm sorry. Hold on, I gotta find out anything. The fourteenth is when Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out, which is Friday. So I want to at least have it long enough that when Friday comes around, so I'll still have something to play throughout the week and then I'm not stuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so anyways, Spider-Man, my review is Spider-Man. If you want to make love to a video game, this is the one. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, but Spider-Man is so good. The the swinging mechanics are awesome. They're completely different from every other Spider-Man game, which is interesting, but I think well needed. Well thought out. Well thought out. I mean, this is the guys who brought Sunset Overdrive, which is a was a surprisingly fun game. Like I beat that whole game and that's not a usually a game that I like beat. Uh the story is fantastic and something I super appreciate. So they released all these trailers. I don't know if you were there for the helicopter part? Yep. You were when I was like, oh my gosh, this entire trailer or this entire cutscene's changed. Yeah. So they did that with also like another part of the trailer. So because so I watched a bunch of their trailers and what's crazy is, is they literally changed. I don't want to spoil it, but just so you know, they've basically the trailers that we've seen are awesome trailers, but they're not they're hiding stuff. Mm. So like they rendered out different cutscenes to hide certain aspects of the game and certain reveals of the game that I super appreciate. It's so cool. And it still gives me like an investment. Um, but yeah, overall it's been so cool and so exciting. And like the story alone, I'm just super addicted to. And uh, yeah, they brought in who's the other Spider-Man. Oh, miles Morales. Now yeah, so miles I want to say no it. spoilers. Uh, at least so far where I'm at, uh, he is a playable character, but as far as where I'm at, oh, that might be a spoiler on its own. It, it, it Movies are different than video games. I like to give at least a good six months before I spoil any video games, because movies, it's like, hey, you, it's been out for like two weeks now, you should see it. Uh, but yeah, you, but we already know that Miles is in it, and that he's playable. That's all I'll say. Yeah, um, yeah. I watched you play it for a little bit. I checked it out. The swinging was awesome. Like they really, yeah. they really thought about making that fun and uh, fun to do and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it feels more realistic. It doesn't feel repetitive in that sense. No. And then the, yeah, the fighting style. They they really think about like every move that Spider Man could do if he was fighting people. I mean. Um, even even like sneaking up on people and doing yeah. like silent takedowns and things like they they really thought about that stuff. So yeah, you can um, grab stuff with your web and throw it at people. Um, you can like hang up, slide down. in between their legs. <laughs> yeah, slide in between their legs. Do these awesome takedowns. Um, so far, the boss battles have felt really cool. 
Um, my one little complaint is that there's a lot of, and a lot of open world games do this, but see, Grand Theft Auto didn't really do this, and I appreciate that about Grand Theft Auto, is that there's a lot of collecting, and right. I don't like collecting in any open world game. Like, I don't do it. <laughs> like, what's awesome about Grand Theft Auto is that they they keep your attention with, you know, that's I think that's why they did three different characters, because it keeps your attention uh, throughout the in- entire course of the game, and the entire world doesn't feel empty. And, like, you're doing side quests with each character. You're doing main quests with each character. And, like, um, while this game, it just feel, it, it feels like, although the main story is amazing, it feels like, like, literally every, I, I, can't, I don't want to do any more side quests. <laughs> because every side quest I do is, like, awesome, collect my pigeons for me. That's literally a thing. <laughs> and I'm, like, why would I, I don't want to, I'm Spider-Man, yeah. I don't want to collect pigeons. <laughs> yeah, just swing around the city to these different points and. Yeah, and collect stuff and, like, there's this black cat, like, you have to, like, find her. Yeah, so that that's something I hope that eventually we get past because I'm. I'm just a story guy, and I and I know that open world games can be done in a way uh, that you don't need those in there. I know they put that in there to you know keep people entertained, but uh, get you, I think get we need you to move exploring past the that. city and stuff. Yeah, I think we just need to move past that. Yeah, but anyway, that's uh, we don't need to talk about it too long. I'm gonna I'll talk about it for like years. So. And that was an arachnid hombre. For people. Did <laughs> I say that right? Go. I don't know how to say spider. I think it's an arachnid. I don't know. I don't know. Write us in, people. <laughs> write us in. Uh, our Spanish I'm going to go a little out of order here. I just wanted okay. to spend a minute talking about. I don't even know how far back it's been, but we challenged wow. each other. We did <laughs> to watch another terrible movie. Yep. Um, and so I just wanted to revisit it and just give a quick, you know, what did we think? So. I challenged you to this movie called Delgo. You did. Uh, literally considered, like, almost universally considered one of the worst animated films ever. I'm going to agree. Um, <laughs> if you could pull up the cast list, though, for me, because that, I will. that is quite impressive. Um, what is it called again? <laughs> Delgo. D-E-L-G-O. Oh, I kept calling it Dingo. <laughs> um, and then you challenged me to Battlefield Earth. I did, indeed. Which... I'm surprised I had never even heard of. Maybe I think I've seen the cover of it somewhere, like at a blockbuster or something. But yeah, never seen or heard of this. Uh, man, what a train wreck of a film, though. It is. I mean, it came out pretty close to like when the first Matrix came out. Uh huh. But I just I can't believe that they got the people they did to be on it. And they got the in Battlefield Earth. Yeah. Well, like, I think I think I mentioned this before. Like, I think people were thinking it's going to be the next Star Wars. Yeah. Because it's Battlefield Earth on its own is a is a is a huge book. Like, it's one of the most famous books, sci-fi books of all time. Oh, okay. And so I think that's why it attracted so many like big people. But then again, like the main person, so not John Travolta, but the other guy. The, Forrest. Yes. Whitaker. Was it Forrest Whitaker? No, no, no. Because they're oh, the bad guys. Oh, the human. The human, yeah. Yeah. The long-haired dude. Yeah. He's not known at all, but I think they were kind of hoping that... that probably killed his career. But yeah, I think so, because I haven't seen him. Uh, but yeah, so... so <laughs> what? Oh, think? man. Um, 
Those about, camera angles, dude. <laughs> the entire movie is shot in Dutch angles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was actually, that's funny that you say that, because that was a point that I wanted to make, yeah. and I would have forgotten that. Yeah, the entire movie, so Dutch angle is like slightly to the side, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's these aliens come to Earth and enslave mankind to mine for gold. Mm-hmm. Which is actually a conspiracy theory that that's what we're we're doing here on Earth. Um, yeah. But these aliens are just like basically taller people that don't clip their nails that <laughs> um, are like Rastafarian yeah. <laughs> yeah. dudes with dreadlocks, basically. Yep. And the main guy that you see is John Travolta, and then his little uh, sidekick dude is Forrest Whitaker. And which is a team, you know. That mashup, right? I you mean, you hear that, on. and you're like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> um, but no, <laughs> yeah. This this alien race—they're supposed to be like smarter than us and more superior. But the only way that they can get each other to trust each other is by—and this is a word they use a lot—using leverage over them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have like dirt on somebody to get them to to tr- to. Tr- to be able to trust them and get them to do what you want. Right. And so there's there's always this power struggle on who has leverage over who based on who, who has information on who yeah. and who's screwing who over. And, <laughs> and here we have the humans just, like, working together to try and save themselves. And and then those freaking little nose breather things oh are so gosh. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the atmosphere is deadly or something. <laughs> And so throughout the movie, like most of the characters, most of the time have these stupid little nose jewelries on their face (laughs) that are supposed to allow them to breathe, but it's just distracting and it looks very distracting, ridiculous. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, the right, the writing director, the writing is really cheesy, man. Like some of the lines in there. Um, I, I had no idea it was a book, but yeah, I, I give it the benefit of the doubt that the book's probably better. I mean, it's an interesting concept. It, like I said, it's kind of a concept that actually exists, the idea that aliens are making us mine gold. Um, but yeah, what are, what, are, what are your thoughts on that movie? What, on Battlefield Earth? What made you think of oh it? Oh my Just... gosh. Well, so I, funny enough, I watched it on a date back in high school. Oh, wow. They were like, you it haven't to seen say you didn't Earth? get any that night. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Uh, no. no, Battlefield Earth is just ridiculous. Like, it, it, John Travolta's acting for me is what gets it. He's just so over the top. And see, like, it mentions in the book that they're, like, they're very intelligent. And so, like, they speak very, like, almost yep. Shakespearean. Yeah, okay. And so, like... But he takes it way too much, man. And it's yeah. just like, how dare you? Just like, oh, I can't yep, even do it. Yep. But he's just very much like, how dare you disrespect me? It's like, yeah, oh, that's a good way to so put terrible. it. As if you're watching a, a stage performance of like a Shakespearean. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it's interesting. Um, but yeah, so I watched it in a date and, I, and it just has been stuck in my mind ever since. Uh, did you get through the whole thing? Yeah. Wow. Good for you, man. I have yeah. some bad news. <laughs> okay. I did not get through. Through Delgo? Uh, Delgo? I don't blame you. I got through like the t- 10 minutes. <laughs> to be fair, the version I found was like, because uh, I didn't want to buy it, but the, it's on YouTube, but it was like a weird like close-up version, you know, because oh. they want to get through the the YouTube thing. 
But like, yeah, the anime is, is it okay? Anything else you want to say about Earth before I go to Delago? Uh, no, yeah, just uh, watch it or don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, better with a group of friends. <laughs> In my opinion. Make, make it a drinking game. Uh, anytime someone <laughs> screws someone over, anytime someone's wearing one of those nose breathers. Yeah. Anytime uh, John Travolta laughs or overacts, which is the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. drink. Uh, anytime Forrest Whitaker's eye is a little twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> there far. he goes. Uh, but, yeah, so Delgo. Uh, let me just read off the cast here. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr., R.I.P. He's not dead. <laughs> Uh, Chris Kattan, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, Val Kilmer, yeah. Malcolm McDonald, which he's a big actor. Look him up. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan, him R.I.P. because he did pass away. Uh, Eric Idle, Burt Reynolds, Kelly Ripa, uh, Melissa McBride. She's in Walking Dead. All these peeps, guys. Yeah. $75 million like... budget. Jeez, <laughs> Papa Cheese. Which, even just looking at the cover of the... Of the thing is just like that is not seventy five. What did they do with that? It Swindle looks like it? a B or a C movie. It does, you know? but uh, it was meant to be like an A movie. Yeah, or triple no. A, you should say. I don't know. Um, I just I, like I haven't it. done a lot of research on the production of the the film, but I feel like it was probably kind of a newer animation team who somehow got their hands on seventy five million dollars. I guess, but like you know, it's like these green reptilian looking people and um and then there's like this race of fairy people and the reptile people don't get along with the fairy people but uh a reptile guy runs into a fairy girl and they end up liking each other uh cliche is fuck and um oh that's actually my next movie i want to pitch you is fairy sex lizard is what it's called (laughs) sex lizard but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, you said the just the way the animation looked was like giving you a headache or confusing you. Yeah, and, like, it was. Yeah, it's just it, it was very. They didn't choppy. look alive. Their facial expressions didn't sell anything. Like it, it was very flat. Yep. Um, it reminded me of like when Pixar got when Pixar got really big. Uh, like way back when we were kids, everyone wanted like that was the new thing. You know, it's like. 3D animation was the new thing. And, like, what, what what was really terrible about that is just tons of shitty, like, uh, and like 3D animated things started to come out. And that's kind of what it reminded me of, was, like, growing up and seeing these just... Even as a kid, I remember being like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, this is some terror. Like, this is scary, not... Yeah. Uh, so, check it out. <laughs> or don't. That's all I can really. Or don't. At least watch the trailer to see what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, it has a four point four on IMDb. Wow, that's and, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds more like it. Let me see what uh, uh, Battlefield Earth has. Battlefield Earth has three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. <laughs> and two point four. Really setting a wow. bar, right? I mean, look, this 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 sums it up right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, the chick the with the long tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, just look at a picture of John Travolta in that movie. It's yeah. like, who designed this? These... There's the book cover of the book. Yeah, who designed these characters, man? Um, but so yeah. it's, it's fun to look at 
you, to check out terrible movies if you're a movie it person. Um, we are. So. <laughs> so yeah, that's um that is that. I think we should just get into some segments. We had we had another yeah. topic, but maybe we should save it for later because right. we're getting right. pretty far along. Let's get into that. Let's get into. Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> I mean it. Okay. He does. He means it. If you he laugh, it. if you laugh, uh, God kills a puppy. Yep. Every <laughs> single time. And if you, if you, if you don't, I kill one. So, um, cool. Right. Um, rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Damn it. All right. So, this is a kid who really doesn't want to clean his room. <laughs> And I will say, all my clips are kids. <laughs> I have two, so there's a oh, lot okay. of, yeah. This is a kid episode. How were you with chores as a kid? Hated them. okay with it? No, I hated no? them. Every step, I fought every step. Even when my mom was like, you're going to earn allowance. Hated it. What was your least favorite? Cleaning your room, mm, dishes? Dishes, probably. Picking up dog because poop in the backyard? Growing up, I didn't have a dog. But okay. growing up, we had, um, we had, let's see, six? Oh, geez. Six kids? And for a little while, we didn't have a dishwasher. And then we did. It was called Six Kids. (laughs) Exactly. It's funny you say that, (laughs) asshole, because that's what my parents would say every time. We don't have a dishwasher. We have Six Kids. That's why you have kids is because you get tired of cleaning your own house. That's what they always said. And they also said, yeah, we don't have to mow the lawn because we just have Six Kids. ridiculous. (laughs) Anyway. uh, But what was really annoying is then when we did get a dishwasher is my stepdad would insist that we clean the dishes a hundred percent before and then put them in the dishwasher, which is even like, with soap. What the hell? Yeah. Soap, everything had to be clean, everything before you put in the oh, dishwasher. You just rinse them, bro. You just rinse them, bro. <laughs> I literally watched a video. I almost tagged him in it on Facebook where it was like, you save like thousands of thousands of gallons on water. <laughs> if you use uh, a dishwasher because dishwashers take less water. And literally, we doubled basically because he would make us wash them and then put them in. It was ridiculous. Wow. But yeah, anyways, sidetracked. No, it's, I, I asked you about uh, chores. So, yep, this kid's trying to talk his way out of cleaning his room. All right. I've already prayed two times for Jesus <laughs> to help me. <laughs> to help him with what? To help me know what clean your room means because I don't know what it means. Classic. I think it means that you put stuff under your bed, and that's all I think it means. <laughs> uh, ca- classic kid trope. Kids, if you're listening, because I know we have a big demographic of six and under, pret- pretend that you don't know what it means, because then... <laughs> Your parents will just do it to show you, okay? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I look, I watch a lot of these, like, funny kid clips trying to find stuff, and yeah. there's a lot of kids crying over dumb shit, uh-huh. and I get that, like, from their perspective, at that time, that's the worst thing to happen to them, but, man, when I'm an adult, and I have, well, I have, I mean, I'm an adult, but when I'm a parent, and I have a kid, and he's crying about taking five minutes to clean his room... I'm going to have a hard time sympathizing with that because I'm like, 
you know what, dude? You don't pay bills. You don't pay taxes. You don't have to go to work 40 hours a week. Like, But, you know, their perspective of the world is a lot smaller. So a problem yeah. like that to them is a big problem. So I get it, but I just will have a hard time sympathizing with it. Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> um, My clip is also a kid clip, and uh, this one just, I died during this one. I'm not trying to die. I've got to be at work in a little while. Too late. Oh, This one is about um, a mom trying to teach their kid a word, and he can't <laughs> say it. Please. Say happiness. That was a good Cute one. Kid. God just killed a lot of puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off strong. I just love that he's like... I, I, he knows what he's yeah. saying. <laughs> and he's just so happy about it. And then his mom keeps repeating it over and then he gets angry and then goes back to smile. <laughs> There's one where this late, this mom's like, you've got a boo-boo. And he's like, a oh, boobie. <laughs> <laughs> you should have saved that. Yeah. It was really it was too short. Oh, okay. I got you. got you. You know me. I love the short ones. They get me. <laughs> What's the what's your next one? This is another Hi. kid. Okay. Two, well, two brothers, okay. and they're trying to explain to their mom, "Look, we don't need to go to school. We're too smart. We know everything we're going to learn in yes, school." Yes. Yes. And so she challenges their knowledge. Perfect. <laughs> so can you guys tell me why you don't want to go to school? Because you know, five times five plus twenty five sixty. Okay. Jared, what's pa? Poop. Well. Mix it up in your underwear and then turns okay. green and red and blue. And you show your Facebook and show it on Facebook. And you kiss your girlfriend. Does <laughs> have anything to do with the numbers three no. or a one? No. Or a four? No. No? Has nothing to do with any of those? No. Really? See, so you're going to school tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Got him. What? <laughs> Jared, what's pot? Uh, and on your Facebook. underwear, and it's green and blue, and Facebook, and kiss your girlfriend. <laughs> like, so what was he talking about? Who knows? My next clip is actually... Oh, this is funny. So this is actually another video of a mom trying to get her... So she's So she's enticing her kid to say a word by giving him food. Which is kind of controversial, but I'm sure he's eaten there already. Uh, and trying to get the kid to say "mama" because it because he won't speak, he or she won't speak. I can't remember if it's a boy or a girl. But someone else. Yeah. Why are we imposing roles on the child? <laughs> someone else is trying to win the food over, and let's just say cuteness overload. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Mama. 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 Baby. Mama. 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 That dog knew what she was trying to do. Yeah. So that was a dog board. saying mama. Yeah. That 
dog was on board. Yeah, dude. I hope they fed him. He was saying <laughs> it. He was doing what he was supposed to. That's crazy. Yeah. Talking dogs. Talking dogs, dude. All right. This <gasps> one. Sorry. I, <laughs> I had such a random thought okay. that uh, Halloween is coming up. We yes. can do Halloween episodes. Like themed I'm, episodes. I'm excited for the holidays. Every 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 podcast in October, can we make it Halloween themed? Yes. Every episode. That, that's I'm trying to get. Hopefully, maybe the Heathen Apostles in October. There we you know, go. That's what gothic bluegrass. Like that's right? totally their gem. So yeah, that that's what I'm gonna go for if I can. Nice. No promises, but they did express well, interest in coming on. So I'm actually gonna hold you to it. So oh, okay. <laughs> So my last clip is is a little bit longer. It's like less than a minute, uh, but it's a gentleman speaking in front of I don't know some board of people. I don't know, but he's trying to explain why massage parlors should be allowed to give hand jobs. This is what we want. <laughs> we let proctologists spend their. This day is like an, an actual hearing. And sticking things up their anus. <laughs> so if someone wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. Picture this, a big old sweaty fat guy would getting him off with your hand actually be that much worse than giving him a full body massage, getting up in there under the folds of fat, or being the proctologist sticking your finger up his what? ass. If a grown adult what? wants a, a hand job, another grown adult, and another grown adult is willing to give one for money, then let them. That's both freedom and capitalism, and that's the foundation. <laughs> if you have a problem with a genital massage, then don't get one, and allow other consenting adults to do what they want. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. I got to give him credit this for that closing line. Troll, right? No, I think that's no. That's what I mean. It, he says it so earnestly. <laughs> I gotta give him credit for that. That would be a truly oh a happy God. ending for everyone. I just want to like cut something together where he says that, and then just have someone stand up and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> "I love how every time he says like anus or he like pauses and he's like anus, yeah, <laughs> ass, oh gosh, hand job, oh man." You know, that's a guy who uh, doesn't do a lot of public speaking. But probably does a lot of jerking people off. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Okay. Peanut. Peanut. That's what Watson's third clip is called. This last one's a quickie. And it's probably not going to make you laugh, but it's one that's <laughs> so dear to my heart. Okay. It's another kid one. And you've probably seen it because it's an old one. Okay. Uh, kids getting into stuff. <laughs> okay. We... That's all I want to say. Let, let, let's see. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Does it feel good? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. One more time. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let, let's, let's say. So there's a kid and his sister who've gotten into the peanut butter, and it is all over this little baby. <laughs> They're completely covered. <laughs> completely covered. Oh. Is it like completely covering one eye too? <laughs> Jeez. I'm glad you like that clip because I love it. It was a vine for a while. There's a there's a longer longer video that's not that funny, so it's cut for that reason. 
Um, but uh, oh, what kids. a good waste of peanut butter, right? If you're gonna waste peanut butter, put it all over a baby. You know, <laughs> stuff them in the oven for a couple minutes. Um, ah, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Well, next on the docket, docket. I believe we have some listener email, yeah? Let's get it. Initializing listener email. Listener email initialized. Yeah. If that song doesn't make (laughs) you want to go do something positive i don't know what will <laughs> anyways yeah so we got some questions today um watson yes if you could make one thing illegal what would it be president trump no <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing illegal what would it be it's funny because a lot of the things that annoy me are illegal <laughs> so like like certain road laws but yes. no one follows. Yes. Um, the thing about road laws is you have to have a cop there in the moment to catch you. Yeah. Otherwise, you get away with it. I guess that's with any illegal thing. You've got to be caught. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying point. not to get too political because there's a lot of political things I could say. <laughs> no. Um, hmm. What's that thing where politicians like change the lines of like counties and areas that kind of yes end up favoring uh, them? gerrymandering? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, gerrymandering. I think that even shitty. in some parts is illegal. So, I don't know, but I think I think it'd be greater, yeah, if it was a lot more enforced. Uh, some of you are even saying the whole thing about separating California is that because it's. Well, they're doing more of a state, I guess. They want their own state. But it would give them more power. So. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what am I looking illegal? It's hard because I'm also in a state of mind where I'm like, just let people do what they want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Right. Um, and then if people do hurt people, especially kill people, then hurt them. <laughs> but uh-huh. I, know that, I don't know. That might be a short-sighted answer. Uh Man, I'm going to say, can I say, maybe make it even harder? Okay. Like, child abuse. I think, I don't know. I know that a lot of people are like, I want to spank my kids because it teaches them stuff. But I know, in my experience, people who spank their kids usually are using excuses for other ways of abuse that they do it to. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I guess, but that's hard because it's like, then but you then to you define have to, what's child abuse. Well, and not even that, then you go into privacy issues. Cause then it's like, how would people know if they were abusive? That would mean you'd have to like go into their house without permission. And that's a whole other thing. This is hard. I think I'm taking this a little too more <laughs> <laughs> that's intense. Fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll agree with you. I think that the, the gerrymandering is not very <laughs> it's cool. Just, yeah, this is th- the first thing you came I to I will mind. also say, I think it'd be kind of nice if, if 
I understand that the president can be whoever, <laughs> as long as they're an American citizen. I think that's cool. I don't know. Maybe there could be a little bit more. And a little bit less, because there's some people... Man, okay, I'm getting way <laughs> well, too far into this. Yeah. And it's getting more political. Let's just move on. Okay. Because <laughs> I think I got... I think I'm... Yeah, taking this a little too much. Too How about much. if you could design any kind of video game that you want, what would it be? Dude. I know you've thought about this. Oh, I have like three awesome video game ideas. Okay. Uh, okay. So one idea that I've always been thinking of is a superhero game, right? We, we've we gotten some pretty cool superhero games in the past, but usually it's like, you know, Spider-Man or Batman, where, like, they've already established. And some... Where's Justice Man? <laughs> Justice Man, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank you. Shout out to our sponsor. See it in theaters. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, and, and, like, so the games where you create your own superhero, in my opinion, aren't that amazing what was that open world one right city of heroes city of heroes yes and then there was city of villains and it was kind of cool but like see with when you do it a huge mmo like that like to me what makes a good superhero uh like why we're so invested in superheroes is the stories like the reason why i like spider-man is because he's he has to deal with his own shit before he can deal with villains right he has to deal with mary jane before he can he has to deal with his job college like even in the new spider-man game that's very much an issue that's throughout the entire thing but and then batman you know like if it was just batman fighting crime and he didn't have that whole backstory about his parents and like uh you know and people trying to come into his life like robin and stuff like it wouldn't be that interesting but see if you strip that away with like mmo stuff you just get a very like broad bland thing so my idea is why not bring the story back into that so my idea is you get a video game right 60 dollars video game and you create your own character as you create your own character it creates your arch villain your arch villain, you don't see your arch villain, you don't custom create your arch villain. I think in City of Heroes or some other superhero game, like you also in turn created your arch villain. I think it's more of a fun idea to somehow create a system where it becomes a reveal of like, oh, look how cool my arch villain is. You know? Yeah, maybe based on what you choose exactly. as your powers and stuff. Like if you're super courageous and super like, you know, ah, uh, I'm you know, I'm gonna be uh, like in super handsome your yours is super opposite you know what i mean not very handsome maybe slim and more of like a brain you know there'd have if, to be some kind of um what's the word i'm looking for like intelligent algorithms to um to kind of develop something and not just develop this idea but create you know powers and a look and a story based on that but not entirely impossible. It would be like, um, you know, there's a lot of random, gener- randomly generated stuff like, what was that, Spore, No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. and yeah. some of that stuff, but open world, yeah, superhero yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I mean, and also, like, you don't have to be a hero. You could be a villain, but then vice versa would happen. But basically, oh, yeah. the main thing would be is you create your own story. So the first part of the game, and it's a good chunk of the game... I would even say the the game is like just that the whole thing, 
And then, like, your character goes on the journey. So, depending on what superhero or what superpower you picked, you get a certain backstory. Meaning, like, let's say you have super strength. And, like, somehow with the choices you make, what you were either born with it. So, like, let's say super, like, spider, like, obviously I've thought about this too much. Like, <laughs> Superman, you were born on another planet. You come to this planet as a baby and then you're raised, blah, blah, blah. Um or, you know, Spider-Man where you're bitten by a radioactive spider. Or obviously we'll change it up so it's not blatantly rip off, you know. Uh, but then you get to progress a story that's just your character and that's tailored to your character. Um, and either you're destroying the city or saving the city. Um, cool. So that's part one. You beat your arch-villain. That's part one. Part two, which will be like a DLC, uh, a... A threat to your city happens. And even if you're a good guy or a bad guy, you want to protect your city because, A, it's it's either, you know, you're a good guy so you want to protect it. Or it's your it's your dominion, you know, it's yours. You own this city. Yeah. So you don't want someone else coming in to take over your city. Either way, it affects you. Right. So let's say, like, I think it's like aliens or something comes. But you can't destroy them on your own. So it now then opens up to online where you have like four players. So then you go, you use like your four players with their different superpowers and you go and you take over that. Okay, cool. Now I'm sorry, I'm trying to get ahead here because I thought about this way too much. Part three of the oh, DLC wow. is basically where, let's say you're a hero, you were watched of this disaster happen and how you took care of it, that you are invited to a planet that's just superheroes like good guys and they're like you you've proven yourself now do here and then what happens is is like kind of basically mmo where it opens up to like uh the heroes and the villains versus each other and then they destroy each other that's basically what it is to other places exactly and then that's the like the game will end like and you can create a new character and keep going but like the game ends where either the heroes win or the villains win yeah (laughs) so yeah, sorry, that's that was a cool. long-winded, I, and I thought way too I much. I like the, the multi-phases. That's yeah, cool. I think it'd be cool, and I and I really think it could be done, because, like, Grand Theft Auto, for example, they released their full game first, and then, like, three, four months later, they released the online. Mm. And I think, why not implement the online into the story with, like, your character? And that could, totally can be done, so. I like uh, it. Sorry. Way long. What would you call it? <laughs> I don't know yet. I need to call it something. Cool. City of Heroes. No, it's kidding. <laughs> what about you? Uh, well, actually, so when I was in college, I took this video game class. That was really? Like, yeah, we, t- we talked about video games, the history of it, the mechanics of games and stuff. And the final project was creating this concept for a game. And I came up with one that's it's actually not super original i guess you know superpowers or superheroes kind of already exist but this is yeah did you ever watch zoids or zoids. do you know what zoids is no, i don't think so it was on cartoon network and it's it was like an anime but it was um these people who had giant robots that looked like animals and they would battle each other okay and it's it's actually a really cool show. It's animated really well. And I had this GameCube game version of it. Okay. Where you could be like this Liger thing and you were fighting like rhinoceroses and shit. And they were just <laughs> these giant mechanical, uh, you know, mechs or whatever. Then you could uh-huh. customize the weapons. I would love to see 
an open world of that where you can super customize your giant animal mech, whatever it is. Um, you, cust you customize the look, you customize the weapons, uh, like the things that it can do. Can it fly? Can it move really quick? Um, and yeah, so just being able to completely open world it and just kind of have your, your crew of people in that sense and that's that would kind of be my idea of a game. Interesting. Bring back Zoids. Bring back Zoids. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag bring back Zoids. Would it be multiplayer? Um, sure. <laughs> it could I, be a multiplayer setting. I'm a big I'm a big believer that it doesn't have to be. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool if not. But uh, there are definitely a lot of competitive people out there and where it's customizable and it's like a combat game people are going to be like i want to see how mine tests against other people's you know so even if maybe you you don't see people in the open world maybe there's a just a like a battle arena where you can just go to and play against other people but That'd be cool you can do like teams or something but yeah it was a fun game it was a fun concept uh the designs are really cool and cool. i'd be down for that all right. Well, all right. What, what else do we have on here? We have... Would you rather never use social media sites slash apps again or never watch another movie or TV show? Uh, go to hell. Uh, <laughs> this is a really hard... Yeah. I mean, I definitely do. I'd rather watch movie and TV shows. I'm... I don't like social media. I know that sounds hilarious. Okay, no. I mean, there's a lot of aspects that I like about social media. Like, I like making jokes on social media. And I like discussions on social media. Sharing but, content. But overall, there's a lot of terrible stuff on social media. And well. I'd rather just... Yeah, it's an it's a, it's a necessary evil. And I've said that a few times on this show. So I would, I would rather watch movies and TV shows. <laughs> you know what? So. If I wasn't in a field where having a following is kind of important, I mean, I didn't even really have social media until I started really pursuing animation. Mm -hmm. I didn't have Twitter. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't really even know how hashtags worked. <laughs> um, yeah. And I did it out of necessity, and I would have no problem stepping away from it if i had to if there was no choice because yeah gotcha. i would rather consume uh yeah movies and shows okay so i think we both agree on that how about uh would you rather have hands that kept growing as you got older or feet that kept growing as you got older <laughs> both sound terrible <laughs> Like, how big are we talking? By, by the time you're on your deathbed, how big are your hands? Your coffin had to be like... <laughs> uh, A coffin for each hand. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, what would be more beneficial? Or, here's another thing is, because eventually, they're probably going to become useless. Right. So what, You would probably become useless. So what are you able to lose the use of? Because if you walked around with really big hands that just drug on the ground, you can get around, but you can't really pick up anything. I think this is a lose-lose situation, which yeah. is a lot of what these are about anyway. <laughs> and, if, and if your feet get too big, then you just can't get around Yeah. at a certain point. Kill mm. me. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can we just cut them off once we realize <laughs> they're not going to stop growing? Yeah, <laughs> for real. I'm going to say feet. I'm going to say that too. I don't know. I feel like... If I have to roll around in a rascal for the rest of my life, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least I could still draw. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I'm gonna go with you on that. Okay. Handsy. Keep your hands. Keep my hands. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, those are some fun questions. Fun. Answer. You know what? Tell us what you would answer as. Yeah. Tweet at us. TDLA podcast. <laughs> Email us. Podcast at gmail dot com dot com so we always close every episode with um, some kind of like excerpt or something to read and um, <laughs> I decided it might be fun to to do like a, a Mad Lib with you great okay I'm gonna say up front I always get nervous about these because <laughs> Watson I, I, has no idea what it is <laughs> no I well yes but I always get uh Adjectives, nouns, I always get all those mixed up. I will help you out. Are. Thank you. Okay. Yep. So we'll go through this really quick. Watson, give me a plural noun. Which is? Knees, eyes, cars. Right, but more than one. Yes. Yep. Okay, see, I knew that. Uh, let's do toes. Okay, first name. Let's do... Uh, in honor of Burt Reynolds, Burt. This might be bad, <laughs> but we'll see. Burt. Uh, another noun. Okay. Uh, Person, place, or thing. Right. It's got to move through this. I'm sorry. This is hard. Let's do Hill Valley. <laughs> what? That's in Back to the Future. Okay. Um, an adverb. So that is... A word that comes before a verb to describe it. So, like, quickly right. jumped. Smoothly. Okay, let's do... Clumsily. Ooh. That's a word. A liquid. <laughs> uh, Mountain Dew live wire. <laughs> Ooh. We're just going to do Mountain Dew. Is that cool? Oh, yeah, it's fine. A celebrity. <laughs> let's go with the great Cat Dennings. <laughs> okay. I'm just now. I'm just trying to say the first thing. That um, comes an up. exclamation. So like ah. Woo! Oh ah. ah. <laughs> okay. Another noun. Um. Pickle stores. Just do pickle. Pickle. That's what I meant. <laughs> an an adjective. So a describing word. Um. F- freaky. <laughs> Another noun? Uh, phone? Okay. Um, same first name, so I guess Bert. Okay. Um, a location? Um, Utah. And an adjective describing word? Uh, dumb. <laughs> Same celebrity, so Cat Dennings. Why do they make us put it in twice? Are, are 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 you filling out the story? Yeah. Oh, I see. Another liquid. P. Of okay. course. <laughs> P and Mountain Dew. Uh, adjective describing word. Um. 
fast. Almost there, peeps. Um, same first name, so I believe that's Bert again. Verb. Um, let's do... Fart. Okay. Yeah? Sure. You should pick one, that's fine. Past tense verb, so farted or um, looked. Moted. <laughs> moted? You never used moted as a kid? No, what's moted? Really? In Utah, it was like a huge thing. What is it? Like in middle school and stuff, when someone like, when someone did something dumb or like when you got called out on something or when you were being stupid, you went moted. Never heard of that? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, about, fine. About called out. But it's supposed to be in the past, isn't it? Yeah, you got called out. Called out, yeah, I guess so. Okay. I don't know how it's going to work in this, but we'll find <laughs> out. Uh, another noun. Jeez. Uh, you do this one. Um, tire. Okay. A number. 11. Cool. A uh, plural noun. Tinker Toys? Okay. <laughs> right? More than one Tinker Toys? Yeah. I don't know. Lincoln Logs. Almost there. Verb ending in ing. Dancing. Flying. Uh. Sleeping. Partying. <laughs> okay. This better be good. <laughs> and one more adjective. Describing word. Uh, perky. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I promise I'm not a weirdo. Okay. Okay. We are sending it in. So this story is called The Drunkest I Ever Got. Woohoo! Featuring Alex Watson. Yes. (laughs) They say mixing different kinds of toes is a bad idea. (laughs) And now I know why. The other night, me and my friend Bert decided to hit our favorite bar, the Rusty Hill Valley. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd start clumsily and drink a couple glasses of Mountain Dew. There we go. Imagine my surprise when in walked Cat Dennings. Yeah! Ah! I yelled. Of course I had to offer to buy us a pickle. (laughs) For what? I don't know. (laughs) At the bar. We started off with my favorite mixed drink, a freaky phone. (laughs) And then Bert bought us all a, t- a Utah iced tea, <laughs> which is what a, a alcohol-free. <laughs> yep. We were already feeling a little dumb by the time Cat Dennings offered us three shots of pee. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, things got fast. <laughs> Whoa! Here we go. <laughs> Bert tried to fart some guy. <laughs> I called out up into the bar's toilet. <laughs> We had to call a tire to get home. (laughs) Next thing I know, I'm waking up at 11 in the afternoon. It felt like a herd of Tinker Toys were partying in my head. Ow. But it was worth it to have such a perky night. Oh, zing. (laughs) Thank you, Cat Dennings. Oh, man. All right. That was fun. What a great way to end. We'll have to do that again sometime. I like that. (laughs) That's good. Adult Mad Lib story. Interesting. (laughs) Well, Sean, unfortunately, these things have to end. Yeah. And the day has to start. And you have to be in work in an hour and a half. Yeah, pretty much. So. Gotta go sell some phones to some people. Sell some phones to some peeps. Uh, Go see Sean. His address to Best Buy is 123 Faker Street. And then. (laughs) 
come see me at 4599 get out of vine street <laughs> thank you everybody for the cringeworthy joke i just said and uh i hope you have a great day uh follow us waddy mcfly at gmail wait <laughs> Waddy McFly is on my Twitter at JWAP Productions is my Insta and uh, follow us on Insta TDLA podcast and all that other stuff. Yeah, email us questions, your thoughts, your feelings, your deepest fears and desires yes. at TDLA podcast at gmail.com. Do it. Um, thanks and again for tuning in to another episode, everyone. And thanks, Patrick Coffin. Yes. For, and he's releasing, he's a madman. He's been releasing so much new music, new content. He's been slinging tent, as Scott Ackerman would say. <laughs> uh, yeah. So go check him out. Um, Mighty Happy Crew. We've been posting it on our Facebook. Um, but yeah, dudes, I think that's everything, yeah? Yep. We will see you all next week. I love you all maybe so much. Two weeks because we've been bad at this. I know. Have a good day and week, and and I love you, my sweet babies. And uh, bye. Bye.